Well, like I said earlier this week, the market has been giving us a clinic, taking us to school and teaching us what a weather market is really all about. Colleen Cavanaugh coming up next with this week's Market by the Numbers. And the guys are brought to you by the Allen County Farm Bureau. And the Farm Bureau has got some pretty interesting stuff going on, one of which is the First Friday Ag Forum. It's going to be presented over Zoom on the first Friday of each month. So we've got another one coming up here in just a couple of weeks. That's just one way your local Farm Bureau is serving farm families across our state. And it only happens with your membership. So help support those efforts. Go online to itpaystobeamember.org. And we start our conversation this week by checking in with our buddy, David Coley. And it's so great to have you back with us, David. You know, we're obviously watching the market do its gyrations up and down, you know, because we are definitely in a weather market. But the uh, overnight run of the Euro versus the GFS weather models, seems like there's always a discrepancy between the two. Yes. Well, the Euro model is the much newer one. It's got modules to it. It's much easier to use and it's much more accurate. Now, the GFS was really old. It hasn't been modularized that much and it doesn't predict the weather as well as the Euro model does. Now, normally when you see the GFS equalize with the, G- the Euro, the, oh, that's your weather forecast. And if not, <laughs> uh, they go with the Euro and say what it does for the weather for us. But when you're looking at this situation, you can't just take the microscopic look of just looking here at the U.S. Corn Belt, you have to look at all the weather all over the world. El Nino is back. Now, it's entering into winter down there, so how could the water be warm? But here's the secret, folks. The water across the world for all the oceans is the highest temperatures in some cases that we've ever recorded, and so El Nino is quite the valid reason here for what the work is doing. Also, looking at the weather, too, we've got the Omega blocking high, which, of course, is weakening. That was over us and protecting the weather from hitting us. It went to the western Corn Belt and to the south and then the northeast. But what we're seeing now is that weakening trend there for the Omega blocking high. So now we should see warmer weather and wetter weather, Rob. So hopefully we're going to get some rain, uh, hopefully tomorrow and then going to get on Monday and Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But they did put into the forecast the chance for more rain. And that's why the markets were down so much on Friday. They took a hit, didn't they? One of them actually said that uh, maybe Indiana, Illinois might get left out of the thing. Boy, we sure hope that we get some rain because we could certainly use it. And one of the other things, David, while I've got you on the line here, because this one's kind of a big one, you know, uh, it was a few years ago. We got a big surprise when we got the grain stocks report, the quarterly stocks report. But, you know, David, at this time of year, we wait for the planted acreage report, and that's coming out with the quarterly stocks next Friday. Have you had a chance to look at it and and get a sense about what your expectation is? Yeah, I sure did. Thank goodness for Allendale again, providing me with their estimates. And I think they're very interesting. Rob, we're looking at a planted acreage of 91,784. Last year, we saw 88,579,000. So it's down from the March number. It's, It's way above last year's number. So that's something to keep in mind. Soybeans had 87,910,000. Last year, we were seeing 87,450. So it is higher than last year's, but it's also way down from the uh, March report was 87,505. But look at the stocks, Rob. You've got to go back to the stocks. We've got corn stocks right now, June the 1st, 
four billion oh eighty six last year. Get a load of this four three four nine. We've got to cut back our exports because we got to have the court. And on beans, seven eighty versus nine sixty eight. Things are going to be very very interesting the rest of the summer, especially if we see the weather being either plus or minus to the crop production. Okay, well we'll get some thoughts from John Cavanaugh here coming up. David, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Podcasts by Federated Media.